0: We hear talk of football happening in Europe, but our attention is squarely on Stone, Blair, and Hauser. Oh, and of course, Carl Nassib. Woof. You're listening to Can't Read, Can't Write. Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of Can't Read, Can't Write, the podcast that proves to Wolverines Spartans can talk. I'm Mike Jones, joined, of course, by the man who is celebrating four stars, Kevin Greck, and our dear friend who is not quite flooded, Alex Plum. Plum, how are you doing?
1: When I talk about my flooded basement, I don't usually mean my actual basement. So mm-hmm. this was very disheartening. Uh, I am very fortunate, though. A lot of Detroiters in much worse shape. Um... Who can explain why some basements only get a couple inches and others get a couple feet of water? Uh, so I'm sending good vibes to a lot of folks out in the city right now. And
0: questions that uh, Kevin Greck also asks regularly. But uh, Kevin, how are you?
2: Um well. I'm well. There was some Survived the tornado? Uh, there was some uh, tornado uh, touchdowns here in the mid-Michigan area. Fortunately I was West Side for the night, uh, so I was not party to those. But uh, again, anyone affected, thoughts and prayers. Uh, you know, it's terrible. So let's move on. Yeah,
0: Weather. felt real sincere.
2: Weather. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Thank you, of course, for listening to the podcast. If we could ask a small favor, really, it's a very small favor. Please share this pod with Spartans in Your Life. Rate, review, and subscribe to us wherever you get podcasts. If you can do the rating and reviewing there. If not, go on to that Apple podcast thing and do it there. Um, if you can, you can figure on- it
2: out in the UI, am I right, Mike Jones? I mean, come on, who designed
0: this thing? Wow, <laughs> wow, Terrible. Uh, it looks like, actually, as we... Nope, uh, I'm just kidding. All right. Uh, Yeah, and you can follow us on the old Twitter machine, at Spartan underscore pod. Um, Sorry, I thought we had a recruit as we were
2: recording. Um, Anyway, uh, Greg, tell the people how to structure the show. Well, we're going to talk about the other football recruits in the green wall section. That's where we talk about goings-ons on campus at the MSU, of which there are several goings-ons. Then we go off Grand River, talking about the wider world of sport, see what else is happening out there in the world. And then, of course, as always, we take those Twitter questions. But this week, this week is the week—the final week of the Twitter competition that, for a long time, had no end and still has no prize. Right? <laughs> not I don't, identified I don't, a prize. We
0: have not identified one. I think actually, I technically need some uh, some more detailed data from uh, Alex Plum in order to get. Uh, two weeks ago's rankings fully charted and then i need to do my rankings and then kevin's will come out by the end of next week but we will have a victor wow by the time you listen to the podcast next week
2: we're doing a great job on the podcast maintaining the whole uh the whole twitter ranking situation
1: oh. uh i hit the to totally listen they don't rank- they don't come to the pod expecting consistency or clarity in the rankings sure. and i would say they don't even want consistency <laughs> they come for the mess that is Twitter questions and the subsequent ranking. So you're getting what you want, you filthy people.
2: Yeah. Boy, have we delivered. <laughs> this week. We
0: have. Um, all right. Let's head behind the green wall. And it is indeed uh, a, a chance to talk about uh, the sport that always leads football and the recruiting season, which has been in full force uh, for the month of June as the dead period is lifted. And like weeks before, we have uh, some commitments to talk about and some big ones at that. So let's start first with uh, Jack Stone, who is a five-star kicker.
2: The biggest news. Five stars.
1: Stars! Now, are these stars debated? Because, you know, we often talk about stars like they're objective. And then, of course, 24-7 has them at something, and then someone else has them at something else. But is, is, is this a unanimous
2: star no, designation? No, this so, is Jack Stone's mom. <laughs> 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 that he's a five-star boy. Uh, and patting so, him on the head.
0: Alex, that's actually a really good question, because if you check on 24-7 arrivals, oftentimes kickers have zero stars. Um, there are a handful of kicker camps that are... you, you No! So we, Seeing of no, 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 literally, there it's literally a camp, you know, you oh, go there that you, you go to. Go, oh, okay, yes. yeah, yeah, it's an acceptable use of the word. <laughs> Thank you. Let me withdraw my complaint. Uh, and Ooh. so, uh, probably the biggest one is the Coles Kicking Camp, um, which thankfully they don't spell camp with a K, uh, but the uh, it's a um. The 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 rankings that they use are: Are you a a, ready to be a kicker as at a D one school as a freshman, and that makes you a five star kicker? So they will rank you based upon punting, you know, kicking, place kicking. Um, Jack Stone appears to be most primed to be a place kicker and a kickoff guy, Um, and as a kickoff guy slash dude. he should be a, a big improvement over what we've had in the past with a big leg averaging 76 yards per kick. Um, and in the field goal department, he's apparently good from 55 yards, but you know, um, it's a step up when you're playing
2: on Saturdays in the Big Ten. Yeah. So, and this chap hard. had some other looks, he had you know, some Cal looks, he had some Kansas State looks, he's got LSU here. I mean, none of them had offers, but um. Uh, you know, those are some other program names that were attached. Jack. Well, so our man,
0: apparently I just found this out that the, uh, apparently the kicking game is quite competitive mm-hmm. and that oftentimes kickers don't announce their commitments in the same way that you see other players do it. Um, because it, you know, it's sort of like blood in the water and everyone starts coming after a kicker. Mm. um, I don't know how how true this is, but it, it is apparently the, a thing that kickers are less like, I've got this offer, this offer, and this offer. Mm. Um, and indeed, uh, Jack was uh, offered on-site and accepted on-site for Michigan State. Uh, so he was here for an official visit and was able to work out for the coaches. So... Um, he was the second, uh, he was sort of option 1B. We had another guy who was in town who ended up committing to uh, the University of Texas, uh, who's actually out of Austin to begin with. So huh. what are you going to
2: do? And, Jack's from, Dallas, right? so, and Jack's from Dallas, right? So, And what's that? Jack's from Dallas, right? These Texas yes. boys. Yeah. And I
0: mean, with a name I mean, like Jack that. Stone, how can you be mad?
2: Um, Greg,
0: talk to me about the next uh, commit.
2: Well, uh, if memory serves, uh, Jack is not the only uh, student athlete on campus this week that committed immediately after receiving his offer. I believe Shannon Blair also received his offer this week and accepted it on the spot. Is that? Check me on that, Jonesy. Is Uh, that true? Is that true uh, story?
0: I don't know if he received the offer on the spot, but he did accept in person. All right, so that
2: happened at least. So, yes. uh, Shannon Blair is a six 170 170-pound uh, athlete on the 247 Sports, but being recruited to play defensive back. Um, three-star trash recruit, though. Three, three three-star three trash recruit. Uh, no, we've got some offers, though, uh, from the likes of Virginia, the Wake Forest, the Dukes, the Purdue. So, um, it's definitely the most – I think I said
0: this to you before we are recording, that this is the – of the Mel Tucker recruits we've seen, this guy has an offer list that is the most D'Antonio-esque that we've seen. Hmm. Um,
2: and that would that's, be late D'Antonio-esque, not early D'Antonio. That would be last year D'Antonio-esque, not previous. Sure. Years. Yeah. I, I mean,
0: but uh, the I, I think it is worth saying that even though he does have a lighter offer list when we look at, you know, sort of comparables that we've talked about on the podcast that, uh it seems to be that Mel Tucker's process is I have a group of guys that I'm interested in, in presenting offers to. And if we don't get those people, then we'll find the talent through the portal. Mm-hmm. So Shannon Blair seems to be someone that, that uh, Mel Tucker and, and Harlan Burnett were keyed in on for a while. And, you know, offer list be damned. Like it, it, he was one of their guys and and they wanted him. So.
2: Okay. Um Yeah. Uh, that's good. yeah, i I mean, I think uh Harlan Barnett, you know, really honed in on this guy. I think that's the rumor, right? So, yeah, um the last, but certainly not least, Jonesy, introduce us to the quarterback of the class. Katon
0: Hauser is a six three two hundred pound uh quarterback who had been committed to Boise State uh in what was called a soft commitment. Um, I don't know what that means, but um, he is a uh, four stars on uh, 24-7. Am I making that up? Someone help me yeah, out.
2: Three-star trash
0: recruit. Three-star trash recruit on 24-7? Yep. Um, but it's or, a four-star.
2: 24-7 sports has him as a 90, which is. They have him as stars. a four-star, yeah. Like, They're positive
0: yeah. yeah, so he's a, he, he's a three star on rivals and a four star on on 24/ 7. Uh, he just apparently cleaned house at what uh, at a regional um, camp called elite 11, which then will turn into a a, uh, a national camp that it sounds like he has or will be receiving an invite to. Um, it's entirely likely that his uh, star status gets bumped up to a consensus four star. Um, but that is, you know, still three-star trash recruit on the 24-7 composite. We kid though. Uh, this was a big get, um, for, for Mel Tucker and company. He was, depending on who you asked in the building was their first choice after they lost out to AJ, AJ Duffy to Florida state. Um, they had Nico Markiel on campus, which we haven't even touched on the fact that he committed to West Virginia. So I think we really dodged a bullet there. Um, and you know, it, there was some thought that people really wanted Nico in the building and then some people in the building also really wanted Kate. And so it wasn't, uh, it was, it was sort of a win-win situation on how it ever, however it shook out. Um, but, uh, what else is there to say? He's a pro style quarterback. He's got a pretty, uh, he's a West coast kid out of California. So his offer list is going to read a little bit different than maybe some others, uh, but. Obviously, Boise State, uh, Arizona, Colorado, um, Hawaii, Iowa, um, Nevada, Oregon State, San Jose State, uh, Washington, Washington State, Yale um, was a notable one that had given him an offer. So uh, a talented kid who uh, should be a great addition to the
2: class. Very exciting. High schoolers. Yep. That's the guy. Um, Uh, Speaking of which, there have been some changes on the staff to better attract more high schoolers to the program. Yay! Um, Children! Oh boy. Uh, Plum, from your neck of the woods, do you want to introduce the listeners to Thomas Wilcher? Old Tom Tom Wilcher.
1: Old man Tom, they call him. Uh, The Wilch, also
2: what they call him. (laughs) I call him Wilch Dog. And he hates dog, it. He did not find it funny. No, 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 but I keep doing it. I needle him with it. You know, yeah, we, you do.
1: We got a great rapport. It's great. He's great. Everyone's great. Uh, Thomas Wiltshire is now on the staff at Michigan State. He is a former head coach of Detroit Cast Tech. He is also a former Wolverine. Oh, my gosh. We got to talk about that. But we got to talk about gonna... that. But he has a very impressive record in 23 seasons as the head coach at Cast Tech. Uh, he has a record 190 wins to 70 losses, three state championships, and a runner-up uh finish in that in that era. And he has had eight players drafted by NFL teams, which I think for a high school program is is pretty damn good. It's got to be one of the yes, you know, one mm-hmm. of the best in the state, probably you know, among the top oh, of the yeah. country. Oh um, yeah, Cas a
2: lot of winning,
1: right? There. But my understanding is now you guys have to fact check me on this. I, I and I don't really know enough about this, but that. Michigan State may not be able to recruit cast, Tech student-athletes for some number yeah. of years.
2: So there's an NCAA rule to stop the more affluent programs from just buying like all Michigan of State. the high school coaches um, and making them analysts where there is no NCAA limit. There is a rule that says that those schools cannot recruit uh, student-athletes from the, the school where the, the, you know, the former, uh, high school, uh, coach used to used to coach. So that means that cast tech is in all likelihood, if I'm correct, off the table for the next three years, which there are a couple of guys or a couple of recruits, particularly in the 2023 class, I believe that, um, are pretty high profile. Um, but the idea here is, uh, you know, Mr. Wilcher would be a, a better asset to the... You know, it's sort of the one in the hand versus one in the bush situations. Two, two in so, the bush, two of the. But we're talking about one or two players here. So, one in the bush. Uh, but, yeah. So, that's, uh, that's the new addition as an analyst. Not clear exactly what his role is going to be yet, but universal acclaim so far from people in the know. So... Yeah, surely he knows
0: surely he knows other athletes in Detroit. Right? Like we might be missing out on Detroit cast tech, but his reputation surely holds mm-hmm. some holds some weight in the community that has been hard for MSU to get back into after, you know,
2: a certain Kurt situation Blackwell. that took place. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So, I mean, I I that seems to be a net positive. Um and and it, it but how how do we feel about the wolverine thing so we have some twitter questions on this by the way so i don't want to dive too deep into it
2: i'm not familiar with him as a wolverine i think he played running back in the in like 85 86 something like that so i i didn't know thomas wilcher i i i have no idea who this dude is it doesn't bother me personally um i think i'd I mean, it seems like he's got to be a huge asset, you know, with that much winning that he's been doing at Cast Tech and, you know, just the Rolodex that he must have in Detroit. So I, I'm i not looking a gift horse in the mouth on this one, but does it bother you guys? No, and I'll tell you why. He was primarily, as I
1: understand it, he was primarily recruited to the University of Michigan to run track and field. Um, the guy has multiple MHSA, Michigan High School Athletic Association honors. Uh, he won the NCAA 55-meter hurdles championship, I guess, Um, probably in the year that we were all born, actually, 1986. I am on his Wikipedia page. Yes, he has one. Um, And uh, he did redshirt. He did play under Bo. um, But he didn't play very much. So um, football wasn't really his game. And I think because of that, I'm willing to give him a pass on this and welcome him to the correct football, storied football franchise in the state of Michigan. So you're mm-hmm. here, here. Mm-hmm. love
0: it. Um, well, either way, a, a big victory for for Michigan State and and an important inroads into uh, Detroit at large. Um, gentlemen, let's head over and chat very briefly about basketball. And this probably f- is more deserving for an off Grand River. And I think we will have more basketball news in the coming weeks. But um, it is worth noting. One of our favorite Spartans of all time, Draymond Green, has been named to the USA Basketball Olympic roster. Uh, which I Woo! believe this gets him a spot. In, it, does this put him on a wall in Jenison?
2: <laughs> what? <laughs> Explain I, that.
1: Oh, yeah. I think it does.
0: Yeah. I, I think all MSU uh, Olympians are on a wall in
2: Jenison. Well, he'd already be there. I mean, he was oh, there yes. in in 2016. But yeah. All right. Yeah, uh, you know whatever. Woo again, woo
1: again. Ooh.
0: Yahtzee. All right, um, that made me look silly, Greg. It's going to be
2: even worse when we find out that that rule doesn't exist about the coaching analysts, and we just look like dummies. But it <laughs> it's was
0: good. It was that was eliminated twelve years ago. <laughs> Can I read, Can I write. Am
2: I right, guys? Be
1: bothered
0: to look. Please, right. please cut that laughter. Yeah. yeah that uh cool. all right. The last thing we have to talk about is MSU announced uh the beginning of its name, image, and likeness program uh in in with authorization coming from, I believe, both the Big Ten and the NCAA that, that schools are allowed to implement certain um programs on their own, irrespective of, of state legislation. Um MSU announced what they're calling evergreen. Get it? Everyone?
2: Yeah, get it? I get it.
0: All right, uh
2: Greg, you watched the video. Tell me about it. I watched the video and then I glanced over the press release and I can tell you it's intentionally vague. It's just there to be like, we're going to help you out, guys. Look at this. Instagram likes. Yeah, coach you up. It's for parents, it's for it's for guys that you know, are interested in that sort of thing. It it doesn't have a lot of specifics in it um, as far as I'm concerned. So um, I think as a podcast, we agree that it's good that the university is thinking about this being forward in this way. It's the new reality of college sports. Um, as someone that isn't 21 anymore, it just seems like monitoring all this stuff is going to be exhausting, but it needs to be there it's important so um yeah I, I, i'm mostly i'm just happy that MSU is on top of it what about yeah, you yeah and i it, it did am i correct in remembering that i saw partnerships with mm-hmm.
0: some firms who are actually specializing in yep. in this stuff so so it's not just MSU sort of trying to run this in house like they've got people who do this for a living to help out
2: yep yep it's partnering with with uh you know, private firms outside of the university that specialize in these things and, and should help the student athletes, you know, build their brands and their, their images and their likenesses. So um, that's the thing. It's great. I'm glad it's great. happening.
0: Uh, also,
2: can uh, tangent, not on the outline,
0: but I heard NCAA football, uh, by EA sports is going to be back in 2023. Yeah. So All right. EA sports. Get in the Bits game. The game. Yeah. Uh, all right, uh, let's head off Grand River. And relatedly, um, we have a Supreme Court case to talk about.
2: Yeah, would our, would our recovering lawyer like to uh,
1: walk we us through? The, I'm sorry, was this a hold on? Can I just was this a Brett Kavanaugh opinion? Uh, he was the concurring. Uh, concurring. Oh, he wrote the concurring. Yes. Oh, uh, it was it, it Breyer should... who wrote it. Is Breyer still alive? Oh my God. Oh my God. Oh God. So sorry. Uh, it you know, doesn't Gorsuch, matter. It doesn't matter. I'm sorry, think, dear listener.
2: I think Gorsuch wrote the, the actual opinion of all people. If you can believe it.
1: I thought it was like, yeah, I thought it was one of the guys on the right.
0: Yes, it is Gorsuch. Uh, all right. Anyway, that's not important to anybody. Um, but, uh, yes, Alston, um, verse the, uh, I'm sorry, the NCAA, uh, verse Alston, um, was a case that we've talked about on the pod before, which had to do with uh, education related expenses and the benefits uh, that that schools were allowed to provide to student athletes uh, to support them in their education. So uh, a very easy, tangible thing to think about as a an education related expense would be a computer. It is important for you to do your classwork, and it's a thing that schools can give to student athletes. Mm -hmm. The Alston case centers around limitations that were put upon the amount of money that could be given to a student athlete to support them, or you know, the the dollar value of things that could be given to a student athlete um, in order to support their educational, uh, you know, pursuits. Uh, The uh, Alston alleged that this was an antitrust violation. That the uh, a collection of competitors, that is to say, schools,
1: mm-hmm.
0: agreed that we're going to put an artificial barrier here to limit the educational pursuits of these student athletes, or you know, the, the monetary uh, aid we can give them. Uh, and the Supreme Court decided uh, unanimously, <laughs> uh, unanimously that that is indeed an antitrust violation, uh, that, uh, that they are there. They should be, and are in competition with each other. Um, Alex Plum brought up Brett Kavanaugh, which we are, um, longtime fans of here on the podcast, uh, who I think in his, uh, concurring mm-hmm. opinion went so far as to say is, uh, something to the effect of that there, he cannot imagine any other business in which the, uh, the sole like that, the, the product, uh, is the people and that they are not paid. um, and so uh, the the net positive of this is that the now student athletes will be able to receive varying uh, types of compensation to pursue their education related benefits. We'll see where this goes. It should be wild and exciting um, because, you know, not all computers are created equally. And I'm sure the ones in Alabama will be very nice. Um, but. The uh, the upside is that um, it allows schools to get a bit more creative and uh, turnkey or bespoke, if you will, to to um, uh, helping student athletes pursue their educational outcomes. So you know, imagine that you actually are pursuing an engineering or science degree as a student athlete, and um, you know you need different equipment. Schools can actually provide that to you now, whereas they may have been capped because of rules before. Um, So that's that's kind of an intriguing outcome. The other piece, and then I will promise I will move on from this, is that uh, we mentioned Kavanaugh's concurring opinion. It does seem to invite a larger lawsuit uh, against the NCAA for the entire premise of amateurism. Um, I think it's important for everyone to remember that it is a concurring opinion for a reason, which is to say that a majority of the justices did not agree with it. So uh, Brett Kavanaugh may have some very out there by Supreme court standards, uh, opinions about the NCAA, but I doubt amateurism is going anywhere anytime soon. Boof. Yeah. All right. Um, so under the radar, maybe for a lot of people, uh, Creighton received some NCAA sanctions, uh, for their participation in the, why I keep wanting to say our wide receiver coach name, what, Greg, what's the name of the guy? Oh, uh, Christian Dawkins? Yes, that's the one. Not Courtney Hawkins. Christian <laughs> no, Dawkins.
2: Not. Yes. The FBI probe, basically. So yes. uh, things are starting to actually, the, the screws are starting to tighten a little bit. And that includes the sanctions for Creighton, which uh, jo- Jonesy, uh top level, you know, what are the what are what are the most important sanctions I, I heard there were some financial sanctions in there a little bit of uh scholarship sanction a little bit of on campus recruiting ab- availability sanction anything else of any significance
0: yeah it's those things i'm pulling up real quick here if i can so it's it's 5% of uh, or i'm sorry it's $5000 plus 1% of the um the men's basketball budget which is kind of a big deal uh there's a limitation on um the yeah the uh, the amount of um scholarships uh a, a reduction of men's basketball scholarships by one year for the 2021-2022 and 2022-2023 uh academic years most of these actually were self-imposed by the university is Well
2: is also selfing, self-imposing scholarship limits uh for next year um for no apparent reason so we 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 didn't you didn't put that on the outline. Oh, I'm talking about how Tom Izzo just isn't using some of his scholarships. Oh, okay, All right. <laughs> Sorry, I was like, what? That's, this is that's what statement? I'm referring to. Uh, so we're a sanctioned program. Yeah. Uh,
0: uh, yeah. So yeah, two years of probation. Um, but as as Kevin said, I think the the bigger thing here is we we joked within the last week,
2: couple of weeks, two yeah, two
0: about Will Wade uh, down at LSU just not. That there, that nothing means anything because he is so clearly wrapped up in an FBI probe, and the NCAA has has given no punishment to to him. Um, Creighton's involvement, by comparison, was small potatoes, and we have um, we have sort of our first uh, first domino falling that we know of uh, in in this process. So, um, a long long awaited awaited comeuppance may be coming. Plum, check my language usage on that. Is that is that correct? You can use yeah. comeuppance there. Yes, sir. And coming?
1: And coming? You're always coming, Michael Jones. Okay. All right.
2: Uh, all right. Next, next <laughs> up. Uh, w- the NFL has an out uh, game player. I,
0: Greg, tell me all about this, because if I turn it just to Plum, then it feels like I'm really just tokenizing him.
2: I'm the one that will speak on this subject. Woof. Um, <laughs> Mr. Carl the Seap. Uh, former Penn Stater, uh, now in the NFL, uh, has come out as a uh, as a currently gay individual. Um, when I say currently gay, I mean... Currently, <laughs> currently gay! Active. I'm currently gay, everyone! Actively gay. Active. Actively gay individual. Um, there have been, of course... Uh, players that came out as gay after their time playing or, uh, in college and did not uh, make NFL rosters, but this is, um, credit to Carl here, the first actively gay, active playing, uh, (laughs) NFL, uh, NFL player. So, uh, happy for Carl and, uh, woof.
0: I think it's worth mentioning that Carl, I believe, just signed last year a $25 million deal or something to that effect, um, which I, I only bring up because there had been uh, Tony Paul actually had been asked this question at one point in time about what he thought it would take for there to be a, a first, the sort of first open, uh, openly gay and actively playing football player. And he, he, his comment was financial security. Um, and so, so Carl having that is, is probably helped. Um, but it is not to say, I don't want to just, dis- that sounds like I'm discounting his courage and doing all of this and I'm not trying to. Um, but I also think it's uh, interesting that, uh, according to fanatics, his Jersey was the number one selling Jersey, um, in the company, uh, after he came out. So, um, hmm. I just, I hmm. think that's cool. It uh, is cool. Yep. <laughs> like. Um, and, and it, and it a testament to inclusion, um, and that, uh, if that oftentimes in places that you think people aren't as welcome, uh, you know, you've got more people in your corner than you might think. Um, so, uh, with that, we're going to head to Twitter questions, but first we have a, not a sponsor for the first time in a long time. And I want to thank Alex Plump personally for getting on the phone and reaching out to,
2: Bringing this one in.
0: A real frenemy of the pod.
1: A real frenemy of the pod. He was hard to talk to, but uh, this is, I think, one that's going to serve us well. Uh, Gentlemen, this week's episode of Can't Read, Can't Write is not brought to you by the Greg Guard. That's right. Wisconsin men's basketball coach Greg Guard has trademarked and is now selling old metal trash can lids to serve as protective guards against unwanted things in your life. Get it. Yeah, yeah, the guard. Little, little little pun, the guard, little guard honey Greg. Greg and guard, not bad. So, I mean, just here, you know, a couple examples that could apply to you or others. Uh, maybe your entire basketball team just demanded an emotional sit down, so they could sob openly and tell you how little you mean to them. Well, banging the Greg guard against your head will drown out their whimpers. Worried your fifth-year slap happy guard is only returning so he can keep feeling up his opponents. Well, you can offer those opponents the Greg Guard as a drape over their laps so they can't get Davisoned. I don't know. (laughs) Whatever whatever negativity might be coming your way in life, just use the Greg Guard. And for listeners of the pod, for a week only, there's a buy one, get one BOGO deal if you head over to his personal website, www.badbadgerbaby.biz.
2: .biz. When, Bad Badger um, baby
1: biz. Or, when a- you
2: inked this uh, this deal, uh, Plum, did did Greg Gard cry? Was he was he moved to tears? Um,
1: he was like crying and then farting and then crying and then he'd fart again. So I don't a lot know. How,
2: boofing on the pod. Yeah, this week. I don't know.
1: I don't know about it. Do you weird. think Greg Gard is going to try and?
0: Make most of this product about the fact that you secretly recorded the conversation instead of the actual content of the conversation.
1: I I think. I think. I guess. I guess. Where I come down on this is: where is he getting these old metal trash can lids? I thought they stopped manufacturing metal trash cans in like 1971. So I'm. I was at a loss on that part myself.
0: Uh, you know what? I think you can get them at Home Depot. Hmm. I just realized I need one actually now for some coals. Anyway, ah. that's not important to anybody. We're gonna head to the Twitter questions um, and start with dear friend of the mod at Mom Maple Leaf. She really needs to change her handle to Mama Maple Leaf, don't we agree?
2: I I read it as uh, Mama Palif. Yeah. All right. Great.
0: Yep. All right. Number one, Greg. I don't. Understand this. How will you <laughs> utilize your gift of time after the, and this is all caps, ladies and gentlemen, F R O T Q P R, which is Fraud Cooper? is
2: <laughs> Oh, yes, the Fraud Cooper. I love Fraud, Fraud Cooper.
0: Ours. Is overseeing that diligent, scrutinizing, fact checking, and throwing darts will no longer be a thing in your household.
2: I have to assume that this is about our, uh, our Twitter questions here. Right? The frot, Cooper? Twitter questions? Twitter right? question
1: power ranking? What's the frot? What? Or the FRO?
2: The, 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 the first re- recurring uh, something. Optimal anyway, um, what am I going to do ranking? with all my extra time? I'm going to dedicate that time to uh, brainstorming um, all of the different ways that we can compensate our winner. Um, yeah. And then immediately <laughs> not doing that by the way. Um, because at this point, all of your questions are in and there's he nothing you can do work. about it. He's so, uh, you get nothing. Good day, sir.
0: If you're a new parent, we'll send you some
2: lawn darts. That's what we'll do. Mm-hmm. Um, That's nice. All right. Next up, uh, number two from Mama Palif, uh Plum. There is a reported MSU hiring of Cass Tax coach Wilcher as a football analyst. Reasoning says that bringing in a high school coach adds someone who is really close to the kids and knows how they think. Do you see any obstacles to Wiltshire's success? And why didn't Harbaugh Wiltshire's old college teammate utilize those talents for the other school? Uh, I, I think that there are, okay. Premise
1: check here. High school students don't even know what they think. So I don't, I think we're ascribing to coach Wiltshire a lot here in terms of what is important to high school students. Uh, I think if anything, he is a long term investment in the region. We all know that D'Antonio did not do well uh really recruiting in Detroit, right? I mean, and then obviously the way that things ended with a uh recruiter from Detroit, uh maybe did more damage in that space. So um I that's my take on this. Uh I don't see any obstacles to his success in this and I don't think that uh Harbaugh even knew who Wilcher was when they were in college, let alone uh, know how to utilize any talent because again, Harbaugh is not a knowledgeable person about anything really other than pleated khakis. He's not good at football. No. I think is no, <laughs>
0: I think we can say that the thing that he's known for being best at, he is bad at. Yeah. He's, uh, he's not
1: good at it actually. So,
0: uh <laughs> Uh, Though I I do I, so I I do <laughs> we should maybe point out that while the free press has uh, reported on Wiltshire's hiring, it has not been confirmed by the university. So this may be all very funny next week. Um, but uh, also, what is he gonna? Do? What's his job actually going to be?
1: Analyst.
2: He analyzes Analyst. things. Analy- Come on, analyzing man. of things. What kind of recent college graduate were you that you didn't have analyst on your, uh, on your resume at some point? It's like so vague. It's perfect. Analyst. Um, I'm going I'm, to
1: th- I'm th- I'm gonna, I'm gonna throw this third mama Maple Leaf question to Jones because he is coming from the farthest and really doesn't even have a lockdown place to stay yet. So I think he's best mm, positioned mm-hmm. to answer her third question. I'm not too worried, she says, about the planning for the can't read, can't write first annual tailgate yet. Yet I feel the need to put out some feelers for who's bringing what. Select from one of the following and tell us what you will provide. Entree, snack, dessert. And let's just say that Ma Maple Leaf will bring the beer. And you know she's bringing Labatt's because it's... Well, amazing.
0: I'm concerned about that. I don't need Canadian beer.
2: I like Labatt's. Um, all right. Or a Moosehead Canadian legrue. Ooh. Huh? Uh, Be- Bière. Bière.
0: <laughs> you know what I will bring is I will bring, uh, I will bring some chips and dip. Um, I have some some solid tailgate dip options that uh, I'll be able to bring to. The no, table
1: you need in. to get like a rack of ribs or something, and you need to just do them on the grill. You like to grill; you're good <laughs> you, at grilling. Do you think I should
0: uh, lean in? Uh, lean in.
1: You think I should just
0: like put the ribs in my car unrefrigerated?
1: No, you'll get buy them at ice. You'll, you'll oh, buy, you'll buy there them are solutions to this problem. You'll buy them at the local horse store where the rest of us get our good horse ribs. Yeah. All for right. Barbecues. Uh, what well plum what will you be bringing? Uh, I was
0: going to bring uh, chips and dip. So that's why I need you to bring the <laughs> ribs. <laughs> I
1: thought
0: you were going to say chocolate chip
2: cookies. Oh, I will.
1: I will. I will I'll make like 4 dozen. Uh, Greg, what are you going to
0: bring?
2: I'm bringing the snack, which is to say, myself. Oh, (laughs) you guys.
1: All right. I'm going to leave the pod now. You guys continue on without me. God he's married. God.
2: (laughs) (laughs) All right. Uh, Next up, from Mr. Neurotic Pants, that is to say, the Raymond Chains, Jonesy. Listen, you damn kids. What exactly are we supposed to ask for this time of year? What are we supposed to ask this time of year? Is there life after death? Why is it all such a big Nothing. What's that growth on this part of my body?
0: Raymond, you bring up a great point, but you've managed to submit questions every week. And so I believe in you, buddy. Um, otherwise, no, we're currently living in hell. Why is this all a big nothing? Because we're living in hell. What's that growth on this part of my body? We're living in hell. I don't know what to tell you, man. Go Spartans. Um,
2: <laughs> Do get that checked out, though. Yeah, Mr. Um, neurotic. Pants. Yeah,
0: look, I just want to say probably a nothing burger. Um, I've
2: I got a great doctor that I can recommend for you. Mm-hmm. Um, it seems like something to be said in that situation, but I don't just go. Uh, Greg, uh, yeah. Can you please have the podcast
0: list our pronouns, sexual preferences and mental illnesses in the bio. He says mm. them's the rules. Mm. Um, it's all he, him's over here collectively. They, them though. Right. Yep. Yep. So yep. that's a thing.
2: Or are we, us, um, I don't so. think those, is those are those pronouns. Yeah, they are now. I sure. just made them. Cannot okay. read, cannot write. OK, um, mental illness is in the bio. Uh, Jonesy, anything that you need to divulge here? Uh,
0: I mean, I'll just uh, to make it normal. I have predominantly an intent of type uh, ADHD and uh, sometimes mess with the light depression from time to time. But, uh, you know, it's all cool.
2: But we're keeping it light, you
0: know, at the same time. Hey, look, I I just say that as a way of saying that, like, it's okay. People have mental illnesses, and that's okay. Mm -hmm. Uh, Plum is going to come back from getting his beer and be like, what have you done to them? What did I
2: do? What happened? is divulging all of his mental illness proclivities. Oh, I love that for all of us. Yep. Yeah, I'm trying to normalize and get rid of the stigma. Why? Because
1: it's okay. Of, because of Mr. Neurotic Pants?
2: Normalize. Normalize. All right. It's hard. We're, we're three Midwestern dudes, one of whom, only one of whom has gone coastal elite. You know, we were taught to just bury this deep down. And, <laughs> True. Uh, that's where our power comes from. Next up, from yeah. Mr. Neurotic Pants, Plum, this week, with business slow and the weather shitty, mm-hmm. Tom begins anger management therapy in earnest <laughs> via Zoom. <laughs> Steven continues to test that therapy by going on Fox News to make his case to be the women to be on the women's team. And Lupe gets cold on her vacation with Susie Merchant and returns to Tom. Oh, I was really hoping that they were going to make it. I thought they had what it took. Um, they may yet i I wouldn't count i wouldn't count Susie merchant out quite yet mm -hmm, yeah mm -hmm. she's gonna have like a say anything moment i think probably yeah for loopy
1: yep and as we discussed (laughs) on last week's pod or i should say as you two (laughs) discussed on last week's pod uh this is not a question this is just what happened in the episode and Mm -hmm. we affirm it and appreciate it though i do like when greg calls her (laughs) loopy
2: Well, it goes both ways. So, so for, a long time, <laughs> for a long time, everyone in the media would call her Lupe. And then for, it just changed a few years ago. But then during that time, I also heard Izzo still call her Lupe. Um, so I don't know. I don't know what the situation is, Mrs. Izzo. Um, so you're
0: going you're gonna to trust the media that also referred to him as Mike D'Antiano?
2: Well, the, I'm talking local media. All people right. that might potentially know.
0: Oh, you're going to trust the Graham couches of the world.
2: <laughs> uh, next up from Nick Kamansky, who asks uh, <laughs> to the pod generally, what do I get for last place?
0: Now, I think Nick brings up a great question here because I think that, what a that chap. There should be a there should be a prize of some sort or a a consequence we might call it yours to decide whether it's positive or negative for whoever participates every week but also gets last place.
2: Mm-hmm. I think Mr. Komanski is playing mind games with me here. You know, he he knows that I ha- that there's the potential that I would look at this and be like first place Nick Kamansky, you know, for the week. Uh you know, oh, you thought you're going to get last possibly? place, we'll take a look. No, I'm going to put you right in the middle, Nick, right? Smack dab in the mediocrity zone. That's insulting right to everyone else. All right, next up from uh Mark aka mark t mark mark t mark our favorite <laughs> mark Plum, given the podcast appreciation for the spartan marching band which is a great appreciation mm-hmm. considering the use of the series in the intro and the outro that's true we uh might even pay royalties on that mm-hmm. or just ask permission of someone in the marching band yeah mark it counted mark can it you counted. thank you mark t what aspects of the band are you most for looking forward to in the fall? Favorite tunes, favorite instruments, favorite shows? Wow. Um, and
0: uh Friend of the Pod, Sawyer Like Tom does chime in. Does it bother you that they don't use the final bars at the end? Because it bugs Sawyer like Tom. Really?
1: And then I Mark said something about it. Oh uh, yeah, that's gonna get me now too. I don't okay, well, I don't know what that means, and I wish I did, but I don't. Um anyway, I, I there are a couple of things that I like about the Spartan marching band. Well, many things that I like about the Spartan marching band. Um one of the, the things, drum line. the drumline, of course, obviously. I mean, so this Just series focus really in on the drumline. Is that what he wants us to do? Cuz no, I
0: I think it's the opposite.
1: Oh. <laughs> well, um I uh I've always liked um I mean, I like when they come in, you know, the, dru- the ma- drum majors come in and they do like the big backward, you know, the, the dip or whatever. Yeah, that's like one of my favorite things. Um, so I- I'm going to look forward to seeing that. Um, oh, do you remember when we were in college, the uh, the drum major falling backwards? Like actually fell to- down. It happens yeah.
2: occasionally. Yeah, it but it was at, it was it was at Michigan. Well, that's oh, I don't remember that. The um, Michigan drum majors rest on their hat, so they
1: it's... do. Yeah, they don't have the strength to to not do it. Um, I I love the kick step when they come in. The Tun, dun, 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 you know what I mean, and they kind of like do the like mm-hmm. their legs up and stuff. Um, love that. You know, th- there are there are more than just um, there's more than just uh, the series. They have like other songs or like other rhythms or whatever.
2: Yeah. Did you I mean, know? Yeah. Did, did they you they know? Like
0: the, like the fight
2: song? Like they, and the, go ahead. Pom. No. Yeah.
1: Like, like Martian Mambo, I think they've got like, and the, the Diddy, I I, I I, I, I got into a hole one time, like learning all about the drum line. Like it was a parallel track in life I may have had, but Martian Mambo is a cool thing. They have a bunch of them. They've got a, a bunch of different little, like things that they do that are known to them. And I'm sure it would be familiar to you if you heard them.
0: I'm, it's a it's a shame that uh, the marching band. I will say this does not have a better social media game, because I think for a lot of alums, in the same way that you get those like you know twenty thirty sixty second clips from the football team every you know week or so, I would thoroughly enjoy seeing some some Spartan marching band. Uh, not a lot of it, not too much. I want to be very clear. I love the Spartan marching band, not as much as you though, because yeah. you're in the Spartan marching band. <laughs> True. Yeah, uh, uh, but uh, favorite instruments, Mark, T-Mark, me, Mark. I, I, do any of you have a favorite instrument?
2: Uh, I mean, I guess uh, I kind of prefer the brass to the band, um, to be honest with you, just in terms of like me being at games and their involvement in them. Uh, so I'll take like the trumpets or something like that. I know that's pretty normy, but um, I'd say the strings for me really hit it out of the park. The string's favorite part. Favorite part. I will say one of the favorite things about my house where I live is that very frequently, uh, especially in the fall, I can walk outside and I can hear cascading over the, over the trees, uh, the marching band practicing and performing. And, beep, um, beep, 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 beep. That sort of metronome do? beeping. Yep. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, uh one of my favorite memories from campus is just having dudes from the drum line and women sorry uh practicing um the drums hall. yeah just yeah. like walking and hearing people uh practicing was I, that like is a real nostalgia thing for me
2: next up from uh msu super fan ct and tc <laughs> jonesy favorite stand-up comedian uh anthony jeselnik oh okay
0: uh, what, you got something, different? something I,
2: different? I got the Norm MacDonald. As far as I'm concerned, as long as Norm MacDonald draws breath, he is my favorite stand-up comedian. Plum, Plum. what do you got? Uh, I don't know. This is kind of a toughie. Uh, you got a few
1: that you, you bandy about? Well, I'm trying to find the most offensive one, like Aziz Ansari Louis or Louis C.K. <laughs> like, who can I? Bill Cosby. <laughs> you know, like There's a couple I could choose from there um you know there's one there's a what's her name this um bigger lesbian with curly hair she doesn't like swear or talk dirty and yet she's pretty funny um it's like and plum means that to say that plums humor primarily relies upon yes being swearing
2: yeah, abs- and being yes very vulgar Yeah, i mean it, do- it certainly does do you know who i'm talking about though I, 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 are you googling you're gonna have to give me a little bit bigger lesbian with curly
0: hair who doesn't yeah. swear. Is that what you're Googling right now?
2: Yeah, I'm just looking at the the lesbians. Like the first one that <laughs> comes immediately to mind is Wanda Sykes. No I, I don't think that's who you're referring to. No, it's like Parker Yeah,
0: No, I know who you're talking about. Anyway, this is great. This is great at uh, uh this yeah. is
1: Fortune Feimster.
2: For, I've never heard of her. Her name is Fortune
1: um, Fimsher. Also, I literally wrote lesbian comedian kind of fat and it's the first <laughs> it one it was came the up.
2: first one that come up
1: and it's pretty horrible. Wanda know.
2: Sykes is super good, though. Uh, go listen to some some Wanda Sykes stand-up if you haven't. Uh, but I'm sure also Parker, I'll put her on, on the list. <laughs> F- uh, Fortune. next Fortune, uh, Fortune Feimster.
1: Yeah. <laughs> That's it. Please get her next name right. Next <laughs> up from
0: CTNTC is based on the Thomas Witcher news. Oh, God. How much money would you have to be paid to work for U of M football, assuming actually working to better the program and no sabotage? He then corrects instead of Witcher. Wiltshire, <laughs> stupid autocorrect. Can't read, can't write. Love you supporting the brand CT. Uh, you are a true fan of the pod, which Taylor Anderson chimed in that does more for his credibility as a Spartan fan than the free article labeling him as one. Hello, Wikipedia. Uh, see <laughs> further. We got to check to see if that's still there. I'll look it up. Uh, all right. Um, anyway, Greg, I actually, I love this question and I'm curious about yours. You seem uh, like a morally loose individual. Oh,
2: yeah. And to the point where <laughs> my loose. ideal situation would be the Dan Eno situation. You come in, you collect a check for all of a week, and then uh, you know, maybe you sit in a couple meetings, maybe you, uh, you, uh, you know, help out on a couple of little film sessions, and then poof, you disappear. You just <laughs> disappear on the program. Ghost them. The Dan know, situation, ladies and gentlemen university of michigan that would be my my approach what do you guys got i mean
0: god like the question is how much how much am i willing to just hate myself because the reality is that these guys get paid a lot of money and i could use that money (laughs) but like i don't i wouldn't like it here, here's, I, I think, where I land Would you
2: continue to uh, participate in this podcast? <laughs> yes, I would. It would be my outlet. So, I, I How mean, do you think MGo Blog would feel about that if one of their position coaches <laughs> or associate head coaches was also participating every week? Whatever. The not b- just participating, but hosting an MSU sports podcast. That
0: blog's in shambles. It doesn't matter. But here's the thing. I related to being a lawyer. You represent uh, people or companies who do truly atrocious
1: things. Mm. It's just and you different. Just... You're, it's clo- you're close, but your analogy is flawed because y- you're one and done with them. I mean, you, you do your role, and then you're done with it, and then the relationship is over. You're not sustaining and investing mm-hmm. in that person. You, you were Can you in class- tell me if Enron is your client you don't want more work from them? No, no, I'm not. Okay, Enron is a little bit different, but I'm saying you, there is a professional... Fox di- News. There's a divorcing that happens there. And also, by the way, you wouldn't, and, and in fact, don't practice that sort of law for that reason in particular. But but I, I think this is difficult. I don't know how you do this. I can't even draw a parallel or an, or an, uh, 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 an analogy here because it's just so... It's just so hard to even find. I mean, I know nothing. I could never offer anything of value to the the U of M or any football program.
2: It would be difficult to wear the team paraphernalia. Like I'd have to leave it in my car. I wouldn't allow it in my home. Oh, not at all. But I'm like, in what universe?
1: Because it's like, well, you could go work for Michigan Medicine instead of Henry Ford. Well, I wouldn't care about that. I could do that. It's a reputable program. Mm-hmm. But I could never, I just couldn't, I, and I wouldn't, I just wouldn't look for a job at U of M. Just like I would never try to work for tenant healthcare. But if Jim
0: Harbaugh showed up in, in khakis and no shirt, because let's be honest, that's his best look. Yeah. Where the, the, the no shirt and the khakis really kind of match in a weird way. <laughs> uh, and said, Alex Plum, here's $400,000. Mm, that's fair. A year.
1: Yeah, guaranteed for
2: two. Well, are you not making 400k? I mean, what you, uh, you do you You know? What you I don't, I time? don't want
1: to reveal how much I'm making. I am making. Let's just we'll agree I'm making well more than that right now. Yeah, mm-hmm. I was gonna yeah, say. Yeah,
2: but I uh, mean, but for,
1: but for Jones, let's just say I'm an not. Other? Let's just say I'm not. You know, let's play
2: this fallacy out. All right.
0: Next question: <laughs> from CCC. Should Charlie Bell have his jersey retired?
2: So. Right. I uh, this he is one of the names that always get sort of discussed um in that in that uh like that next tier. He's like in the Caelan Lucas type of of situation. In fact, one of the reasons why I would say maybe Charlie Bell's uh, number shouldn't get retired is because there is a better argument for someone like a Charlie Bell or for someone like a uh, a Caelan Lucas um and a couple of other guys. So, I, I think it's tough Um, especially because, you know, he does have some all American honors. I think he was like first, second, or second or third team in a couple places. Obviously he was on the, the 2000 national championship squad. Um, I think in another program and one that wasn't quite as elevated, he would be in the rafters, but I think he's sort of in that, that next, that next guy out looking in sort of thing. It would be like, you know. In does Sean Ruspert, someone like that? I love Sean Ruspert, but does he get his number retired today? Mm. And the answer is, you know, probably Probably not. not. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, that's what I would say. No. Uh, it doesn't take anything away from Mr. Bell. Um, and I love what happened with his pro career, you know, where he spent time in Europe, but he still came back, signed with the Bucks, you know, had that time with Golden State as well. Um, so revitalized his, his NBA career. But, um, I'm going to say, but I would love to hear the case for why we should. I'm going to say no to Mr. Charlie Bell. Anything you guys want to add to that? Well said.
1: No. Well said. All right. Next up, the at the ashiest Joe, Mr. Joe Ashworth. Jonesy. He writes, I'm incredibly optimistic about the proactive and progressive approach to creating education and resources for players to take advantage of name, image, and likeness with Evergreen.
2: Why am I wrong?
0: Oh, I wasn't prepared to
1: answer this one.
2: Um, I don't think we have enough information yet, Joe, um, on why you might be wrong. Do you hear, um, do you
1: see how he does this? He does this every week.
0: Doesn't he do this? I don't, I don't know the, the, the why am I wrong. I actually enjoyed the... the
1: no, I mean Greg I, taking your question. Oh,
0: <laughs> Yeah,
1: that's me.
2: That's my I was going to say,
0: I enjoyed Joe's uh, actually phrasing of like, I'm going to take a stance here and but make the counter argument because um, it would be easy enough for us to say what we already said, which is this is great. Yeah. But um, so here's why it, it may be wrong, Joe, is that the the thing that we actually called out earlier is a bit um Maybe maybe a bit grimy, which is the uh, the entanglement with outside consulting services and firms. I I don't know how much of a wall is going to be built up there. I don't know how much of a sort of an integrity based relationship because I, I just know what consultants try and do when they work with a company, and that is just sell, sell, sell all the time, build more work. And so if you have a a an impressionable young student athlete who is so excited about the notion that they have inherent value by virtue of their name image and likeness that they could be buying onto a lot of, a lot of things and, and potentially trying to find new and different relationships that are not always to their advantage. So I, like, that's the best thing I can come up with right now to Greg's point. We don't know enough, but um, you know, like let's keep in mind, they are, 18 to 22 year old kids, a lot of times. And while they have their eyes on, many of them have their eyes on uh, a lot more money than, than maybe we'll make uh, collectively in a long time. Um, th- let's all remember how dumb we were when we were 18 to 22 years old. Like yeah. that's, am I wrong here? Like that's where this gets off the rails. 100% is is and i don't want i don't want to argue for
2: paternalism but like that's where this gets off the rails sure yeah i mean this is gonna get messy <laughs> we're we're not gonna know how to do this perfectly right out of the gate and there's and, gonna be
0: we shouldn't scrap the notion right just because we yeah. we mess it up correct but yeah uh good question joe i like this uh anyway next up Greg. uh oh, okay You know, we're all going to do this. If you could pick any job in MSU's athletic department or on a, a, on a team staff, assume you're qualified and capable and the pay is sufficient. What is your new job? Greg, what are you taking?
2: I think I'd pass. I I don't think you want to be inside the program. I don't know if you can continue to, you know, appreciate it. I, I think once you work somewhere, your whole perspective on it changes and it's just like, ugh, it's a job. You get into the you know you get into the politics of it. You probably get slighted at some point. Like you probably get tired of seeing the green and white. So I, I'm gonna pass. I'm gonna pass on being in the department. I'm blissfully outside of the whole thing.
1: What a boring what and absurd answer. I would Thank say. You. I would say uh, athletic director. Uh, if, if if Bill Beekman was was qualified to be the athletic director, I could do that job tomorrow. That is. The most inane and asinine, the fact that he is still the athletic director is insane to me. So that's the job. And I would do great at it, I'm sure.
0: If I can assume that I'm qualified and capable of it, then the answer is being Tom Izzo's replacement.
1: Yeah, you know, I was going to say that too, but it's not a good look for either one of us. (laughs) Yeah, but it's not a good look for one of us to come in there with with uh, Dwayne Stevens having waited as long as he has.
0: so you, I, you The way I up. see it is that if this is the advantage of being a short white male that I can get, then I will take my shortness. Okay. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> All right. Uh, but, uh, yeah, great question, Joe. Next up, since the Supreme Court ruled education-related expenses can't be capped, please give one big-ticket item we can use to recruit-slash-bribe-athletes to East Lansing. Remember, it has to be "quote unquote" related to their "quote unquote" education <laughs> at MSU. I don't like the air quotes around education, Joe. I'm just going to say uh, I'm going to. I'm not grading this week, but
1: negative points for that. Mm. Uh, I guess a question could be: You know, uh, Learjet. They need a Learjet because how else are they going to get to and from study abroad? You know, I don't. Does it say that it has to be the you know m- minimum viable? Uh, or could it just be at all related to their education? Because a leadership would be totally related to their education. Yeah. Yep.
0: I I assume these guys all have gaming systems. Um, and so I think maybe like a, a, a projector and mm. like a smart board would be great.
2: God. When I was in college, what I wouldn't do for a smart board, let me tell you. Mm. I mean, Look, I'm, I'm just trying to mind see mind how can it be related to their education? But, Oh my God, you would have had me in an instant. This is why we need Mike Jones for athletic director, mm-hmm. so that he can get these high school used, the smart boards that they so desperately Deserve. want and need for their education. Uh, I think the most important thing is
0: brain I hate food. you.
2: <laughs> I, I think the most important thing is brain food food, right? And what's more brain foody than uh, what everyone eats? Whatever so, one eats at two thirty in the morning, the brain foodiest time of them all. So I would give everyone all you can eat con wraps all the time. Never not a con wrap. Um, for your education, for your education. Uh, next up, Adderall from John, from John Hubbard. When the pod decides to go on its own, Mike. <laughs> yes, I kept that was his spelling. What is this,
1: Mike (laughs) Shishovsky?
0: Oh my
2: God, that's supposed to be (laughs) Shishovsky. Yeah,
0: that's a true can't read, can't write. Yes, it was. Wow, John,
2: incredible way to way to lean in. I love that he. I'm
0: just gonna go for it and not Google Duke head coach name,
2: or even consider that they call him Coach K, perhaps, maybe for some reason. Uh, The word, dear listener, shoe is spelled out in Krzyzewski's name here, S-H-O-E. Anyway, on Coach K's uh, farewell tour, will you record shows from your dear listeners' homes?
0: So we're going to go on our own uh, Coach K-esque farewell tour, and will we record shows from listeners' homes? Uh, Greg, talk to me about your comfort level with that.
2: Well, what are our covid precautions at this point? I mean, we're just post covid, right? The whole state's yep. opened up. So yep. let's go. Let's go. Yep. Who would have us? <laughs> I don't want to put that question out there. I think
0: <laughs> I think more,
2: more I think see. this is John just sort of uh you know putting an a hand up. Um so yeah, we'll kick off at John's house. Then we'll head down to uh Raymond's, Raymond's, Raymond's place for sure, for sure. Uh, we'll we'll broadcast from under a uh, a highway overpass with the upper deck jerk guy. oh, <laughs> Mean, not in good taste. That joke. Um, <laughs> but uh, just keep digging, yeah. keep digging, keep yeah. going. Yeah, that'll be great. That'll be great. Um,
0: and then we'll all show
2: up at Graham Couch's house. <laughs> <laughs> The, uh, like I said, the upper deck jerk guys uh, overpass. Um, <laughs> next up from uh, John Hubbard, how do you think Brett Bielema's summer is going? Has he found a nice lake in Illinois to put his boat in, or does he sneak up to Wisconsin pretending he never left? Uh, and then someone points out to John, "That's me, Bert Bilama." Uh, Plum, what's uh, what's Brett up to this summer? Uh, Bert, Bert, yeah, Bert. This summer
1: is uh, he is. Uh, He's he's done something to his boat, actually, and he's got a nice little hole in the bottom of it. He was playing with some fireworks, uh, which he thought he could light off of the boat. Unfortunately, he had them upside down. And so they exploded in the boat and uh, he started taking on water. So the uh, luckily he had the boat in his neighbor's pool. So it's it's not far. But that's what he's uh, that's what he's been up to this summer.
0: I like that. I like the idea that maybe Bert uh, tried to drive over the you know, the concrete barrier at the end of a parking spot. Um, mm-hmm. It is Jeep, but it, as a result of his, his Jeep truck, um, you know, bouncing on it, he bottomed out the boat on the concrete fixture. Yeah. And, uh, and just, just put a hole in it.
2: Yep. Well, you know why Bert Bielamo was so thrilled to be uh, hired in uh, Illinois, right? Champagne. Um, because the gathering of the Juggalos used to be hosted in Cave and Rock, Illinois. That's it. <laughs> so our uh, – the Big Ten's Juggalo uh, yep. coach yep. wanted to get back to his roots yep. and he cannot wait for hopefully what will be the greatest uh, comeback tour of them all, the 2021 Gathering of the Juggalos, wherever it may be, uh, whether it's Cave and Rock or otherwise. So I think that's what he's been up to, uh, you know, following the boards over there, um, seeing you know what the ICP is up to. Guys, um, I know what our, our corporate retreat's going to be.
0: Yeah.
1: The gathering. <laughs> the gathering? The Gathering. All right. Step aside, Jobby right.
2: Nooner. it's now The
1: Gathering. I just can't with us, Grouch! Who would you... <laughs> Who would you escape from prison with and commence a cross country run for the border full of hijinks and misadventure while being handcuffed to each other the whole time? Tommy Izzo or Mr. Mel Tucker?
2: Uh, Oh God. Uh, you know, one of these times we've got to pick Mel and this might as well be it. Okay. Well, uh, there's a, you have a very practical reason to pick
0: Mel. What's that?
2: Oh, height. have yes. Similarities. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> that is a very real reason to pick Mel Tucker. Uh, and so I'll like take well
1: So, yep. You know, the two of us,
2: you know, hopping on the back of, uh, of trains, you know, putting our bindles in there. Um, bindles. bindles.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that is upsetting, but great. Uh,
0: <laughs> all right. Uh, so you're like Tom up next. What's the appropriate celebratory cocktail when a former student athlete of yours qualified for the Olympic team brag. Uh, it's, she points out it's an, a uh, on Aniv? Mm, I had this earlier. A navia battle. Thank you, running the two hundred meter. Thank you, Plum, for bailing me out. I had it earlier, and it's, uh, and, and
1: the cocktail, to be clear, is an aperol spritz because spritz ah. because spritz implies quickness, light lightness, bubbliness, aridness, which Ms. Battle will have as she. Just destroys the competition in the 200. And the Aperol has a nice little kick to it, which she's going to need when she kicks off the starting block. Uh, and it's a it's a nice light-colored, fun, happy drink.
0: You're, you need an Aperol spritz. Uh, I would say uh, you should do the old Battle Axe uh, cocktail. Just my two cents. All right. Okay.
2: Next up from Sorry Like Tom, follow up uh jonesy what's your favorite obscure olympic event we kind of had this question last week didn't we did we uh, we had something similar i said walking i just know that i said walking. you didn't say
0: walking uh i if it's obs-
2: like who's it obscure to maybe one that gets added and removed occasionally you know there are those peripheral didn't events just get added i don't know yeah new
0: mine nailed it Plum, like,
2: anything you want to add to this? Uh, I mean, can you do better than ski. Probably,
1: <laughs> I don't know. Uh, uh, running deer shooting, running deer
0: shooting. Yeah, what's the one with the cross country skiing? Is it the the biathlon? Yes. Yes. Yeah, so whatever the summer version of that is, like maybe like running with the bulls, but you have to like knife them when you catch them. <laughs>
2: Isn't right. that just generally running with the bulls? Isn't that usually how that works?
0: I don't know. Next up, B list. Rounded to the nearest 5%. What's your 401k asset allocation? This feels like something both of you
2: know off the top of your head. Wow. Uh, I go straight shot right into uh, right into the target date. Um, yeah. I don't mess around with the other stuff. Me too. Um, Wait, you, yeah. you, have, you both are paying for the target date? Well, I'm not uh, paying I'm, shit. What, what he's saying is that the oh, uh, guys, the, come on, the cost of it, the the what's it called, the rate, the the, the yeah,
1: your um, allocation, like price. your split, your eighty-five, fifteen, or whatever, like portfolio.
2: Right? What he's saying is that it's more expensive to put to go well, into. You could, that you, could you could do the identical allocation
0: market. without having to have TD or whomever take point one five percent off the top of it.
2: Yeah, mine, my uh, cost is exceptionally low. It's not a concern. Yeah, mine, mine. is neither, honey. This
0: is not a thing. All right, well, you know what? Um, you can just leak some of that money over to me when you get a chance. All
1: right, next up,
0: honey, uh, in this, the last week of the competition, it seems god, this is for me.
1: It seems fitting oh. to get Jones to again defend his stupid position on MSU Shadows. And I just want to thank B list for this question. This yep. is to be fair. The best question of the entire season of Twitter questions. And in fact, if I were rating this week's Twitter question, <laughs> listeners, would not only get him first place, I wouldn't rate anyone else. You don't get last.
2: Go ahead, John. It is. It's also perfect because it's an undefensible.
1: It person. is. This is exactly. It is the perfect question. It doesn't have an answer because it is by itself Primo Fauci, true, but go ahead, try. What did you say? Primo what? On its face,
0: on its yeah, face. I, I know what that means because I'm a lawyer. I'm confused by your pronunciation. I know. But let's move on. It's,
1: it's Primo Fauci, but it's irrelevant because- That's still wrong. It's not
0: Anthony Fauci. All right, anyway, uh, look, B-List. I'm sorry, MSU Shadows, it's not a banger. It doesn't slap. It doesn't go hard, as the kids say. It's bad. Oh, my God. It, like, it's worse that
2: you're just like...
0: No, you know what it is? Is that I can understand the fight song, but when when Shadows happens, because people can't sing, it's just a whole bunch of drunken wrecks just mumbling the words, (laughs) swaying together, and if they sway a little bit harder, they think no one will notice that they can't sing. It's a terrible song.
2: Sounds like someone's doing a lot of projections. Yeah, uh, what there. what do you hate about a spree decor? Spree
1: de What 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 is it about the kindred fraternity of fellow Spartans enjoying and celebrating a win together that, that robs Alex, you of your humanity? Alex, I uh, I
0: I don't know if you know this, but I, I host a podcast about Michigan State. <laughs> And uh, someone approached me in in town the other day about a friend of theirs going to Michigan State, and I pulled him out of line and spoke to him for a solid five minutes about how his friend was making the best decision of his life. There is nothing that I don't love about this university. I just happen to say that among MSU songs, this one ranks last.
1: Mm. I just, it's just, it's a, it's a bad take. It's a,
2: yeah, it's pathetic. Uh, Thank you. Oh, wait, wait, so so
0: are you guys saying that what what does rank last? Name the MSU song that's last.
2: I, I'm not no, 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 say it. Is it
0: the
1: fight song?
2: I'm not prepared for this. this, is, this is a, hold back, on
1: a second. Re- no, no re- reject re- the premise. You don't rank yeah. MSU songs, A. They don't need to be ranked. Not everything has to be ranked. You've created this as a way to defend an <laughs> indefensible position. So we refuse to buy into that.
0: That's that's fair. You- I'm, I'm pulling a real Ben Shapiro. Over. real
1: Ben Shapiro, this guy. <laughs> All, All right. right.
0: Next up is Anthony Garvert, um, who who, has, who took advantage wow. of a, I, I just want to say, we have long said that you can submit as many questions as you would like, and we will pick your best three. Anthony took advantage. And so we are each going to pick a question. And uh, so,
1: Plum, you pick yours first. Well, I'm going to take. Uh, Uh, I'm not going to do it. I'm going to take the prop bit of the week because it's my favorite question. MSU football's, one of those questions has a minute of hate, but I've already ranted today. So I'm going to leave that one. Prop bet of the week, MSU football's average margin of victory next season versus the number of con wraps you could eat in 15 minutes. (laughs) He sets the over under at 4.5. Wow. MSU. So this is tough.
0: I don't know what a con wrap looks like. Cause I've only no, uh, menas.
2: Oh my God. Your life is so sad. Um,
0: well, this is something that's on my to do list.
2: When I roughly similar,
1: roughly similar. we will oh, say okay. that. I'm, I definitely, I could not eat that many con wraps, So I would be under no, on no the con wraps, uh, way under. In fact, I'm actually concerned, Anthony, that you set the line at 4.5. <laughs> at 4.5. I'm not sure who you were envisioning. Anthony game respects game. Don't worry about it. Okay. Jesus God. Uh but I'm gonna go over on the average well, average margin of victory. Cause does that take into it like negative points on a loss? Yeah. Yeah, I'm still gonna go. I'm gonna set the I'm gonna set it over at, at 5.8.
0: Ooh. Uh, listeners mark that. Someone set a reminder at the end of the season. Yeah. Hey Siri, set <laughs> a reminder. <laughs> set a reminder in December to see what the average margin of victory is. Is it five point eight? Thank you. All right.
2: Thank you, Siri. I, I love that everyone's
0: phone, by the
1: way, yeah, we just did oh, that. Yeah, just did that. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Hey Siri, subscribe to Can't Read, Can't Write podcast and leave a five star review. Listeners, Michael, they're already <laughs> listeners. <laughs> All right. Greg. I'll take the next one from Garvert. Uh, guys, what is your biggest pet peeve when driving?
0: An optional minute of hate is also welcomed here. Um, Greg, you start. This is your question, after all. Yeah.
2: Do you, how about that thing where someone merges back over in front of you, but interrupts your cruise control? Like oh, your cruise control was going. Yes. You had like a nice long streak happening, and then someone comes out of the passing lane, and then doesn't even maintain the speed that you were at. I mean, what, what are we doing here, people? Yep. What are we doing? I have a cruise
0: control-related one oh. while we're on the the topic, is when you're doing the cruise control thing, you're going to pass a car, and then they get that thing where they decide they need to speed up all of a sudden. Oh, God. you can't can't pass them, and then a car who's going way fast comes up on your tail, so you got to slow down and get behind the car that decided to speed up, and then you go back into cruise control, and then they slow Slow way back down, and it's just rinse and repeat, and I hope they crash and burn. Anyway... (laughs)
1: Well, you got anything? Uh, in Detroit, um, I like to say that red lights are optional, so I don't like when. I mean, I'm not going to ask anyone to go through a red light that's been red, but I mean, you know, you know the thing where the right is the light is going to turn red, and your car is up in the middle of the intersection, and you're going to complete that left hand turn. And everybody knows, even though the light is red, you you complete the left hand turn. And in fact, you have to. usually at least one, if not two, cars behind you are going to complete it with you because let's be clear, that light wasn't long enough. Soon. And completion matters. And I can't stand it when the car's like, well, light's red. I'm going to just hang out in the middle of the intersection. And literally no one can go because you're literally in the middle of the intersection. And Jesus, God in heaven, why is this happening here on Mac and Altar every fucking week? So that's it. That's the one. Good one. Uh, I guess it's yours, Jones.
0: If... You could steal any one sports environment aspect from another school and play it as if it was always MSU's. Which would you choose? Note, would only be considering things like campus, stadium, traditions, and not national titles, coaches,
1: or players. Mm. Did you want to take University of Michigan's alma mater song, Jones, while we're here, or did you? I don't. Do they have one?
2: (laughs) I don't. I think they've... Yeah, they just focus in on the fourteen bars that they've selected in their fights. <laughs> Literally
0: like thirty original words per song. Um God, talk about songs
2: that make me want to Um riff. I Yep. Yep. If for me, I might change the geography a little bit of the East Lansing. I'd like to pull mm-hmm. in Lansing's Capital a little bit closer. And I may in some ways I almost kinda wish MSU were more like Madison. Maybe have Lake Lansing closer to campus, maybe on the southern side of campus or something, something going on down there. And yeah, it's almost northwestern
0: esque, right? Like Lake Lansing is like Lake Michigan, pretty much.
2: Yeah, right? pretty much like indistinguishable, the two of them. <laughs> uh That would be my selection. Ch- or making it a little hillier, like IU, something like that. Um, that would be my, my approach. Hmm. What about you guys?
0: Uh, so, I mean, if I'm going to be super, uh, if I can get granular for a second, um, I would for sure finish the other side of Spartan stadium, right? Is it still gas stations over there, by the way?
2: No, the (laughs) department of defense, uh, recommended that they take the gas stations out. So (laughs) they did that.
0: Okay, great. But still you get my point, right? Like that's a, that's a must change. Um, if I'm going to, hmm, I, I'm not going to choose a, a, a different school's tradition. I, I like, I don't know that I can pick one for the entrance. And I know I've been a long time defender of Thunderstruck here on the pod, but it's time. It's time to move on.
2: It is. It is time. Yeah. Okay. And
1: well, yeah, that's mine. Uh, Anything? Uh, I I like uh, I like how close Northwestern is to Lake Michigan. They just got some really good views. I guess I wish we had a more expanded water footprint. I know we've got the Red Cedar. I wish it was a little bit bigger. I wish there were more things to do on it on Let's campus. Take campus to Grand Rapids. Yeah. So that's it.
0: Water. That's what, that's your that's your take. I really like water. Who's Who it? You guys both had water takes. All right. Okay. Uh, all right. Well, uh, this has been another episode of Can't Read, Can't Write, and it is ending with the biggest whimper of the Yeah, Yeah,
2: man, that did not go out well. Um, and also, there are better water options. You could do, like, uh, is like, you you it Austin Stadium, like, right on the ocean or something like that? You know, know, know
0: what's happening right now is that w- you realized Anthony Garvert had a really pretty good question, and we didn't think about it at all. <laughs>
2: No. So, let's put hey, this hold on. We did this so poorly. Let's, let's put, put it, it to the listeners. Follow up on this in the uh, comments, folks. Tell us where we're wrong. Give us actual ideas for this cuz it is a good question that deserves an answer. Uh,
0: you know what that's the thing we can start doing is we can start doing best question of the week and see if people uh we'll just outsource it all. Pass it off as their own doing. get those likes. All right, anyway, uh This has been a great episode. Uh, It's good to chat with you guys. And I look forward to hearing if there are any more commits next week. But until then, gentlemen, go green. Go white. Go
2: white, my friends. (laughs) (laughs) He's
1: still laughing. Please keep all of this in. (laughs) My friend. That's because it's in his head now. He can't say go white, guys. He can't say it anymore. (laughs) He can't say it. (laughs) Go white, my
2: friend. You're like Captain Rip
1: (laughs) Holt.